0: You started the introduction about how um, everything changed for me because of my spiritual journey and what I was able to experience and uh, how I was able to actually find out why I came uh, to this um, earth again. and incarnated again again i don't want to um make all the followers <laughs> be scared right now and fearful that oh my god this chick is crazy <laughs> she's gonna talk about weird shit right now
1: <laughs> you yeah, don't use those words in your podcast <laughs> <laughs> well
0: uh i just know that for some people who haven't been there it's gonna be hard to accept but again Um, once I was able to understand why I came here, is actually to share this experience with people and maybe um, awake that instinct of seeking within so that everybody could experience it because it's so liberating when you understand that you actually live in the illusion of your mind and your understanding and realization of who you are, it is an illusion of your mind. And in fact, we all live in this... um, within these boundaries of what's right and what's wrong. And if those boundaries become very rigid and, you know, whatever goes in life that we don't accept, you know, that's beyond the approval of our understanding what's right and how it should be, that creates, um, you know, suffering within because anything that's not accepted by our mind, your mind is trying to protect you. And your mind is trying to protect you in every situation when you feel pain. So pain is a catalyst, I would say, in uh, any spiritual awakening process. And for me, that was the same. Uh, You know, you asked how it happened that before I was all about chasing career and chasing, chasing stuff. So life is not about chasing. You know, when I realized that that was my illusion of success, first of all, that was my, for some reason, my mind. There is this voice within that's talking to you and saying, hey, success, this and this and this, and this is what you need to do. Perfect look is this and this and this, and that's why you need to work out three hours every day so that you have a six pack. You know, this is how you should act in society. This is how society should treat you. And if they don't, then it's your way or the highway. So this is like the those automatic patterns of thinking. They are being developed in every human being um since you know i would say that starts very early in the process when your soul is still um not incarnated here into physical plane you know your soul vibration which is basically the tendencies that this um localized consciousness was experiencing in past lives for example in past life the soul was experiencing fear all the time. The soul was experiencing depression and stress. The soul was not accepting, you know, things about him or herself um, or things about society or the world around. So, based on those feelings, there are certain tendencies that being developed in a soul vibration. So, everything in the universe is energy vibration, and when I talk about soul it's just so beyond what the science can study because the the science can go as deep as how the atom work and proton and neutron and electrons, how they are moving. So the science can see that. But when we start talking about quantum field and the smaller particles, which is uh, more like on the level of electromagnetic field on the level of energy, And beyond the energy that science can see in the lab. Um, And this is (laughs) hidden within us in such a perfect way. That's why, like, when you wake up, you're like, wow, this is miraculous how everything built the planets, the sun, the solar system, the stars, the galaxies, yourself, your body, which you are a model of how the universe is built. When you wake up to this, you just can't help it. And when you understand that you lived in this illusion of who you are and thinking that your body is you, it's like squeezing yourself into this little box called body. So when you wake up to this, you just can't help it. The whole world changes around. And I would say it's not like the world is changing. It's the way you look at it changes. But the way you look at it changes the world. If you look at the world in a different way, You have different thoughts, first of all. If, for example, I don't look at my knee injury as a punishment, okay? I don't look at my knee injury as something that, um, you know, is here to screw my life. (laughs) I'm looking at my knee injury as an event, as a life experience that was given to me for my soul evolution. Because during the whole process of recovery and The whole process of surgery, and you know, like when you start actually feeling how everything is healing in your body, how every cell of your body is programmed for life, how you can even think about death is the cells know what needs to be done to be alive, and they are consciously healing. Only your ego mind can tell you that there is death because ego is attaching itself to the body and realizing that analytical, analytically that the body is not eternal, the ego makes a conclusion that death, there is death and you're going to die, but you're not dying. Who is dying is the characters that live within your body. But if you were not able to dive deeper than that character, it's going to be hard to grasp. That's why at the beginning I said that some people might think it's crazy, but, you um, you know, there is something within every human being, there is something within every human being that wants to wake up, something that, you know, that wants to expand, something that knows that you are not your body. That's why, you know, that energy within, that being within each of us is going to be transformed into actions like career, making more money, You make more money, but then again, your ego is pushing you to make more because that's the nature of human being. It's a constant evolution and growth. But the problem with that is that trying to achieve um, this eternal feeling of yourself through physical means is going to bring more confusion and more destruction because it cannot be achieved by physical means. Like I said, some people trying to... um, achieve that through relationships, you know, they can have 10 kids or even one kid or even two kids or, you know, trying to achieve that through number of friends or uh, fame or, you know, buying 10 houses, buying 10 boats, buying 10 Rolls Royces, like, but they get there. It's a temporary feeling of like, oh, wow, I'm doing great. And then it, it comes back to that feeling. Yeah, but it's, there is something missing. And. Majority of human beings on planet Earth right now, this is the nature of third dimension living, third dimension consciousness, where consciousness identifies itself with body and the egoic structure or mental structure that lives within this body without understanding that you are actually the one who is experiencing this character that lives within you. And this character that lives within you. If you are not the one who chose to be this character, it's going to make you suffer. Because this character was created automatically. You know, when you are born, you are a clean board. You are observing everything. You are like a vacuum cleaner. You observe a lot of dust as well, <laughs> by the way. You know, the dust that will make you suffer. Uh, you know, these understandings of who you are, how you should dress, how you should talk, what's good or bad. You know, as soon as especially in in our culture in Ukraine, as soon as you are born, they already make you a Christian. Like they already take you to the church and baptize you. You have no idea what that but they put a cross on you and they already identify you, that you are a Christian. I am not saying it's good or bad. What I'm saying is that it adds one more identity that you have to play in your life. For example, when you know, adult person Uh, would have to play an identity of mom, an identity of father, if it's a male, an identity of successful business lady, let's say, an identity of daughter, identity of uh, mother, identity of Christian, good Christian or bad Christian. So when we collect all these identities that we didn't choose, you know, then there, there is meaning attached to every identity. So your brain is operated in a way where it's trying to explain its identity to you and divide this way, divide what's good or bad. For example, your understanding of what it means to be a mom might be different from understanding of what it means to be a mom for another woman. Your understanding of who is Christian is different from understanding of another person who who is Christian. So all this understanding of who Christian is divides the whole world to you into two worlds, which is accepted by your mind and not accepted. And that's how your mental structure is being built. That's how all your thought processes are being triggered. Because as soon as inbound information, like through your five senses, you receive tremendous amount of information these days through... Um, you know, virtual environments through, you know, there are so many ways to receive information or somebody even just say something, you know, somebody would say, Oh, Lila, you are not a good Christian because you are not going to the church, you know, and in this situation, because in your understanding what good Christian is, it doesn't mean to go to the church every Sunday and discuss how everyone looks at the church and dresses at the church. You know, because you have certain understanding of what Christianity, Uh, you know, your mind will develop a defense and say, how do you know that I'm not a good, because it's automatic the defense is already there. It's like software running in your mind, what you need to say to protect your mental boundaries. So, and that's how communication then is being built. That's how people choose their life partners. They're choosing the life partners that trigger least amount of triggers in them. Uh, uh, that basically the mental structure coincides with that person to the level where there is least amount of friction between them. Uh, Why a lot of couples are suffering these days after living together for a few years is that because the mind starts learning this person more and more and there are no two the same individuals, there are no two the same identical mental structures that would coincide 50%. 50% and the ones that are not the same will be escalated in the course of time. And right now where we live in the society where you know women can provide for themselves, you know they they actually women these days they chose the way of developing and embracing more masculine inner energy than ever before. So they fight for fighting for women's rights it means using masculine energy to for nothing, because it's further dividing, it's further dividing humanity into two parts, women and men. So your mind is working that way and building all those boundaries and defenses then based on those boundaries. When you dismantle, what happened to me is that that mental structure that I had within me became so rigid and inflexible that, you know, it helped me to be successful. It helped me to make money. It helped me to um, successful in the meaning that at that time I had for myself. But again, that was not a constant, um, uh, you know, understanding of if I do this, I'm going to be done for the rest of my life. I'm going to be just sitting and watching. It was constant, you know, pushing from within. Yes. you now you need more, you achieve this, you need more. And this always is coming. Not like it's not coming from your true nature. Have you ever? I'm gonna ask you a question. If you look at the, because I maybe I talk too much, you can interrupt me.
2: We're the one who practices speaking.
0: Okay. So let me ask you a question, Lina. When you look in anything in nature, like anything in nature, you go to the forest, you look at the trees, you go to the garden, you look, let's say, at flowers, what do you notice? about anything in nature? Try to, it's just a random question, try to
2: describe what you notice, something that fixed uh, your eye. Yeah,
1: for instance, to get energy, to relax from the routine, Okay,
2: but what do you notice? Why do they go in nature to relax and get away from their routine, from their box? It
1: uh, the same thing all, all the time, like work. I, they get tired uh from the routine and from this uh achievements like race uh, you should do more better uh.
0: yeah see like you pointed out really nicely um you know the chase of doing more all this stuff this is because there is a pressure that you're running out of time and you need to do this because your life is just squeezed into this um you know I don't know how many years the average person lives, but, um, you know, that you only have, let's say, 85 years, then your body will die and you have to do something within. See, like, this is a very narrow understanding of life, which adds additional pressure to human beings. So we are called human beings for a reason. We are beings. But when we are constantly doing, we forget that we are beings. So we go into nature and we see these beautiful flowers as blossoming, or tree that is just being, you know, and you're observing that there is no stress there, that there is no this energy that human beings are carrying of useless stress, because flower doesn't realize and doesn't know, like the flower doesn't have an its consciousness, because everything is consciousness, The flower doesn't have that feeling that it is running out of time. And the trees don't have that feeling that they run out of time. The birds don't have that feeling. they come. calm. They are just being in a moment. So that consciousness within those uh, objects of consciousness, localized consciousness, they are just being in a moment. And when a human being is constantly in the society where you compare yourself to others and others are chasing something, who knows what, because everything's going to reconcile when you leave the physical plane. Everything's going to be reconciled. The only thing that you're going to keep at that moment, the feelings you went through, how you felt during your life, that's the only thing that's going to impact your soul's evolution's journey further. So when you release that stress, that there is nothing to gain and there is nothing to lose because that's how the whole nature around you operates. There is, you know, the flower is blossoming and sharing this aromatic sense, like an aromatic scent, a smell with you. It's not stressing out about it. You know, it's just being. And isn't it beautiful when something is just being without stressing about the time, without comparing itself to others? And it's all effortless. That's how the the nature of human beings should be. We should be blossoming effortlessly. And that can only happen when you truly understand your true nature. That there is nothing to gain. There is nothing to lose in this life. Because everything gets reconciled when you leave your physical body. And understanding that you are not your physical body like even when you listen to the language when i say you are not your physical body i'm saying your physical body whose physical body body so something that is yours it can be yours but it cannot be you whoever calls it my body that is you so right now if we cut your brain there is no image of mira there there are no sounds. There is just a jelly substance in your brain. So your brain is basically is an antenna. It receives this information and then sends it to consciousness where the whole process of putting the image together based on your previous experiences is happening. So consciousness or, who, or lila, this is not your body. This is the result of how your images in your consciousness are happening you know you have to look in certain way you have to wear this lipstick today you know this is a product of your desire right product of your thoughts this is how i should talk and this is what i should do in life so this is not it's
2: happening in your brain this is happening in a shapeless and formless consciousness okay i
1: think it's interesting for me uh, what kind of people come to this understanding. Uh, maybe you um, communicate. With them. Because, uh, I think uh, only those who, uh, you know, like covered uh, all uh, basic needs like uh, uh, having a good house, a car, money, and so on have a nice career, they have enough money to travel and so on. Uh, only they uh, come to a state when they they understand that all of these financial um things that they have uh, aren't enough for their happiness but uh, before you uh covered all your basic goals uh you don't come to this uh, understanding Also say that um, at the end of life, everything we um, will remember is our feelings uh, which we had. But we also have feelings uh, when we travel. For example, we we can have like broader experience, and if uh, if we just. Uh, uh, house without any goals uh, in one place for the whole life uh, you have less feelings than than a person who can uh, uh, have different experiences which he can buy for money. Because only I think only people, maybe those who live in uh, Eastern countries, Buddhists uh, come to this uh, uh, because it's childhood. Uh, they um, their religion is, is to uh, nothing material, more um, spiritual, and all these things. But in Western countries, for example, in Canada, in the US. Even in Ukraine, uh, people come to uh, more spiritual uh, values uh, only when they have enough money and uh, uh, enough achievements
2: uh, in their um, From my experience
0: and how I feel um, about my spiritual journey, <clears throat> Is that it actually has uh, nothing to do with money and career and uh, how much you make, where you live, how much you travel. Um, It all comes down to how much pain you feel within. Um, And uh, believe me, the richest people in the world can feel the biggest pain you can ever imagine. Uh, So I think that spiritual awakening is very unique. For every human being and you know I know people with uh, who woke up because they had a near-death experience they didn't wake up because they made enough money and like okay now I'm gonna sit and meditate and I want to experience enlightenment so uh, I would say that the biggest catalyst for spiritual awakening is the amount of pain you have within because if you have more pain than the mental structure can keep then it just breaks and it explodes so i uh, i can tell you a story about one person who didn't make a lot of money who actually in fact um was almost homeless you know he he had enough money to uh buy food basically to buy food and basic needs like And even, by the way, when you become, when you understand your true nature and you understand about spirituality and that you are not your body and you are not your mind, the appetite changes as well. (laughs) Um, You know, the desire for food, I would say, becomes less. Uh, You are turning into a more efficient machine, I would say, because there is, um, you receive energy from so many other sources, not only from food. Uh well, I noticed for myself is that my appetite for food changed a lot uh so that person what happened to him is that um he got sick, he got sick and he was taken to the hospital um and they were they diagnosed him with cancer so they the doctors based on all you know how the science works, how medical science works is that they first what they do they look for a problem in you. They localize it and say, okay, you have a cancer and you have one month of life left. So that's what they told him. Like, yes, buddy, you have cancer. You have one month left. And, you know, you can stay in the hospital. We can make it easier for you. And, you know, like give you all the painkillers and stuff. And, um, you know, so that it's easier for you to die. So he's like, interesting. How can they know that I'm going to die in a month? Like, See, like, that's the operation of your mind that, you know, in science, people like to set deadlines. People like to describe and define everything. It's not how it works in life. It's not. And, you know, then what happens is that this thought process was triggered in him about how can they know when I'm going to die. And he was in meditative state. He was trying to understand, like, how these deadlines, you know, operate in, in a miracle that's called life. So basically, what happened is that they kept him in the hospital. Like one month passes, second month passes, third month passes. The results are getting better, you know, and they couldn't explain what was really happening. But this guy was just meditating and trying to understand who he is, right? So what happened is that they were and they were waiting for three months. This person didn't die, didn't die. They put him in the hallway because they say hey, it looks like you are feeling better now, but we have other patients coming in. You know, like, we're going to put you in a hallway. He's like, okay, sure. He was continuing this inner, inner process of finding who you are, you know? And at the end, actually, he recovered. They literally, like, let him go because he was already fine. Like, he was totally, you know, it. it the whole process finished with him, with enlightenment and understanding that he is not his body and this fear fundamental fear of death when you remove it you are not resisting within you there is no this resistance of the possibility that you might die every moment because death and life are the same it's just one moment but your mind is creating illusion about the future death right so he left the hospital and what he started doing he went to the market it was his choice he went to the market to sell fruits and vegetables. And then when when another enlightened being came up to him, you actually can sense that energy that this person has woken up, you know? That this person is just, you know, watching the show in life, you know? And he's like, hey, buddy, like, what are you doing here on the market? Why why market? He's like, yeah, now with every fruit that I give to the person, I bless them to get to the hospital
1: and get cancer. (laughs)
0: because this would what changed my life, <laughs> you know, so he any,
1: huh? he cured himself by a meditation or. He cured
0: think... himself by realizing who he is. Yeah. By realizing that he is not his body, that he is not this little physical box that he's squeezed in. And that even if death happens, It happens for his soul's spiritual evolution. But again, when I call it soul, for people who hasn't experienced it, it's something mystical because it's not something you can understand intellectually. It all comes from your inner experience. It's not something you can, okay, I'm going to read a book and I I will find out what is soul. This is how human intellect, the top of uh, which is only 3 or 4% of your mind or human intellect works. It's like we collect all this information and then we think we are smart. But that's not what makes you smart. What makes you smart is actually realization what that information means in a grand, like in a a bigger scale uh, on a universal level, you know, because people collect information. Majority of people collect information to show that they are smart, which means it's a part of their um, thinking who they are, of their identity um and protect their boundaries because they think if they know more they can protect this mental construct that lives within you or ca- characters that lives within you that's why they read and try to remember everything because this can came might come up and i want to use this information to show that i'm smart or you know to show that i'm not dumb <laughs> you know so information by itself it's like you have let's say a soap to wash your hands but you don't know how to wash your hands. You know. Um, so it's useless when you can't really understand what this information means on a bigger scale Um, yeah so that's what i'm saying like this person he wasn't rich at all like he he had enough money for food but then life presents you circumstances from which your soul can evolve and it all comes down whether your mind will allow you to grow from it or it will keep you a slave which is you basically your mind will start sending you thoughts that won't allow you to grow because um it, what it does is it, it always tries to protect this character that lives
2: within you
1: how people come to this but um i'm uh, a person who needs uh, like step-by-step instructions uh how the people <laughs> uh <laughs> opposite from what you say um how, how does, what is the first step to this spiritual awakening like he was in the hospital and began meditating uh it means he just uh, finds some meditations online and uh, listens like tries to get himself to the state when he feels his uh, parts of body and all the stuff because for example i um i can't meditate i mean uh, um uh, yoga also doesn't fit me i think because i can't uh, uh, just um, re- uh disconnect from everything in my mind and i can't uh, Go into the state where I'm calm and all these things. How do people start the process, or, or is just uh, some videos from uh, gurus who just explain how everything works? How do people start? Well, first of all, Lila, I have to
0: disappoint you. There is no instruction for spiritual awakening, <laughs> and it's a, it's um. Every person is going through its own, his or her own journey in terms of spiritual awakening and understanding your true nature. For me personally, I didn't meditate to feel that within me. I didn't meditate and sit for hours to um, to understand who I am. But would you agree that wherever you go, you carry your thoughts with you? And for me, because in my past, it also depends on on which stage your soul is on you know it might maybe it's not the time for your soul to wake up at this for your spirit to wake up in this lifetime maybe it's gonna happen in the next lifetime that's why when we talk spirituality we have to be very uh, careful because i my experience that i experienced i should not push it on anybody all i can say is that what i experienced right and maybe you know, it will plant the seed in you in the future to, you know, for certain processes in your mind that will bring you closer. So it's there is nothing wrong with you if you haven't felt that. That's what I wanted to tell. Maybe it's just not actually. It might not be the time for your soul, you know, to feel this, to feel itself within your body. So it's nothing wrong with that. And majority of people are haven't experienced it. That's why I might sound a bit weird because it's not a typical sin right now in humanity to to feel that. So but there is a shift already happening in, you know, how the planet Earth is um experiencing itself in the vibrations it is experiencing. It's already in the fourth dimension. And that's why humanity is feeling all this feelings of depression, and anxiety. So many people are not happy with their own thoughts. You know, so that is a sign that this pain is being built up. This pain is being built up. And once it gets to the point where the pressure becomes so strong that your mental structure cannot handle it, then there will be a trigger event in your life. There will be a trigger, a catalyst. You know, any reaction needs a catalyst to begin it, right? So there will be a catalyst in a... Whether in this lifetime, in next life lifetime, in who knows when? Nobody knows, right? Nobody knows when your consciousness is gonna make this shift. And that's the beauty of life is that everybody is on his own journey. There is no recipes, there is no instruction, but just know that at some point there will be a catalyst in your life where this mental structure won't be able to keep up with that pain. And then You know, you just have no idea how the consciousness within you, the soul, the localized consciousness, how smart it is and how it will do everything right without you knowing it. You know, in my case, (laughs) the universe put me together with with, uh, a person who was exactly the mirror of my mental structure. And it triggered so much pain within me that I, I didn't know existed because I was distracting myself all the time from that pain. I was distracted myself with doing stuff, with working out, with making money, with building career, with, you know, if as soon as I felt uncomfortable within, I already had automatic defenses how to deal with that, you know. I would go hang out with friends, I would be so social, you know my friends who would actually support my limitations, these mental boundaries and say, Mira, but you know, you are better than this. Like you are amazing. You know, you make good money, you have good career. It was like, wow, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. So it reinforced my (laughs) understanding who I am. Like I was hanging out with people basically who supported my limitations and that's fine. That's what friends, what we call friends is that, these are people who support our, the limitations of our mental structure, so that when we are in pain, we go to those people, they support the structure. Do, do, do,
2: are you following me? Yeah. Uh, like,
1: uh, uh, we're uh, on the state of victim, uh, and, and they are the saviors. <laughs> or how, you know, this connection... You know
2: yeah, similar to that
1: angle. Yeah, um, I think change in your life. I mean, uh, you still work at the previous job, and still, uh, like, uh, did did you actually change anything
2: to live
1: uh, without all this uh, pressure and so on? Because you have, you do still have pressure, or you just don't uh, uh, pay attention to it and, uh, um, don't, uh, within deadlines and just enjoy your life. and, and, uh, just have more, less stress because you know that it's not uh, the end of life if you don't uh, follow the deadline, or even if you get, uh, um, Uh, supervisors, uh, opposite from higher, <laughs> the <laughs> opposite. <laughs> yeah, so,
2: <laughs> see the beauty of spiritual.
1: Yeah. What's that?
2: Okay. Right. Sorry, something uh, wrong with audio, I don't know, I didn't hear, I didn't catch what you said.
1: Uh, do you hear now? yeah it's better now yeah I mean uh, you haven't uh, changed anything I mean the job uh, you just uh, feel less stress because you don't uh, uh, worry about deadlines so so much as before and so on or you're going to change uh, everything to uh, leave the job and go and I don't know travel and teach people how to live your way? Do you plan to change anything? Uh, well, I know for
0: sure. I don't plan anything, first of all, now where I am. I don't plan anything. But I know that when you understand your true nature and who you are and feel that eternal being within you, it's just a completely different Lens that you are wearing to look world. So what happens is that first of all uh, Some people when they experience it they go through crazy crazy changes They go and turn into monks and sit in the cave and meditate for the rest of their lives You know some people choose to be involved uh, You know with physical forms and shape human beings animals, whatever they feel like what their soul came here It just depends What your soul was here landed in this physical body for, And for me, because I was able to feel, you know, why I came back here. (laughs) You know, for me, it's just easy to feel in which direction my life will go. So I know for sure that a lot of changes will come. But the beauty of life is that I don't know what exactly is going to change. I just let life unfold in front of me. So, when spiritual awakening happening it's not it doesn't mean that you have to resist to everything you have and everything you are today. It's not about that it's about watching it from the distance it's become it's about becoming a witness of what's happening with your character that lives within first of all, you construct a character that you enjoy <laughs> you construct a character within you that doesn't cause you suffering, that doesn't produce thoughts that drain you. You know, you, pre- you create a character within, which was not, not automatically created by uh, past life experiences. You actually choose whom you want to be, you know? And because you choose whom you want to be, anytime when you start feeling that it's not fitting, you make adjustment to that character you're not changing, you're not changing external world, you are changing who you are if you are not comfortable with it. That's the beauty of it is that you can choose whom you want to be any moment, you know, and because you know that there is no end of of the life, when you, you were referring that if you don't meet the deadline, it's not the end of the life. It's not about thinking about deadlines anymore. It's about understanding that there is no end of the life. Because Yes, your body can die, and that character that lives within that body dies with the body. But what that character felt, that is the eternal part. So right now, when I know that I'm choosing my character, I'm choosing who lives in this body, I'm choosing that. If it starts creating pain and I get triggered, then I, I sit and I understand why I'm being triggered and why this vibrations of emotions which are lower than the vibrations of your soul lower than peace let's say like let's say it's anger fear or uh, judgment you judge yourself oh you should have done more i already know that this is not my true nature who's saying that voice is coming from this character it's not coming from who i am so right now where i am it's just easy for me to adjust those mental boundaries and fit them to what I'm here for. So I know for sure a lot of changes are coming into my life, but spiritual awakening, it's not about creating a hurricane of what you built. It's about, you know, when you have, let's say you have a water bottle, right? You have a water bottle. Anything that's external, that's what you built and that's where you know, that's, uh, where you live right now, right? But what's within, what's within, it can be filled with water or can be empty. So nothing, the bottle doesn't change when we just empty it. The same, the bottle doesn't change if we put uh, water in it. So when I refer to the changes, I'm not gonna change the bottle but I'm gonna change the substance within. And the substance within is the feeling, what I feel about the bottle. So what I feel about the bottle completely changed. When I talk about pain, pain is actually means that we add additional pressure inside the bottle, right? We add additional pressure, which, which hurts, right? Because if you keep adding pressure, let's say, you know, you add and add pressure in the bottle. What's going to happen one day? Yes, it's metal, but it's going to blow up one day. So right now, when what happened with me, that the, my mental construct, which is equivalent of bottle, blow up. Like, it's I was nothing. And I I felt like I didn't know who I am, where I am, what I'm doing here. It was completely like as if I'm empty. I am nothing. That's the feeling that I felt. Might sound a bit weird, you know, intellectually hard to understand, but that's what happened when the bottle blew up, all, all the air was within, within. just, it became into nothing. You know that you are nothing. There is nothing to gain, nothing to lose in, in here, in this shape, because everything's gonna get reconciled when you leave your physical body. So then it's like, okay, this is all illusion you know what my understanding of what life is who i am this was all illusion and if that illusion created pain and pressure within this bottle how about if i create the illusion
2: at least i enjoy <laughs> right yeah. so if everything is an illusion which is pretty
0: much you know we Doesn't matter how much money we make, doesn't matter how much information we collect in our brain, doesn't matter doesn't matter if we have ten pack or six pack, everything's gonna get reconciled during death. (laughs) You know? You're gonna leave this physical body, everything if everything in your life that you chased was physical, that's dangerous because you're gonna be attached to this physical shape so much and you're gonna resist natural flow. So Everything what I had was illusion before and now the same thing is still an illusion But I created the illusion that I enjoyed
1: How do you know for sure that uh, there is uh, um, Something after death and you mentioned about your previous lives uh, how, how did you did you actually see who you were, how many lives uh, before, and um, h- uh, how can you know uh, for sure that you really will that life of your soul will continue? It's it's just a belief, or uh, you know, I want to <laughs> have some uh, scientific <laughs> um, things that will. Um, Uh, that will tell that, yeah, it it will happen, that we don't die, that this is not the only life. Though I understand that uh, we have something inside, like soul, which uh, shouldn't uh, die with me. But uh, I still have uh, the uh, um, fear of death, and I think it's my um uh, main fear because i'm very uh, uh, i'm nervous about my health and all this stuff and if i um uh, was sure that the end of this life is not the whole end, I think I would feel uh less pressure and not not so no uh, nervous about uh, when something happens with with health even some little things yeah yeah
0: see like that's the thing about spirituality is you want a scientific tool like can, can i ask you this was science created by humans
2: what was science created
0: by humans yes so before science was created, humans were not human? They were. They were. So why do we need something that we already manufactured and created? Why do we need the product of or what we created telling us if it's true or it's not true? Do, do you follow me? Like why do we already create, it already came from our intellect, okay? The starting point was human intellect to create something in science, any research, blah, 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 all that stuff, which actually should be a way of exploration what already exists. What I'm saying is that science, it should be a journey, an enjoyable journey for human beings to explore themselves and their nature. It should not be a way to judge if it's true or not true. When it becomes a way to judge if it's true or not true, that's where people get lost. Because science is already a product of something that we have.
1: Okay, so how how did you learn about your past lives? um,
0: It's coming from an inner experience. It's coming from an inner experience because the consciousness that's within, it's, it doesn't need to see it by your eyes, your eyes or hear it by your ears. Five senses, five senses is are not needed for your consciousness or for your soul to understand its existence, okay? So right now, if I tell you, you know,
2: let's ask science to prove that love exists. What science will tell me? Mm, no science Uh, can science can
0: science prove that love exists no no but and yet this is something that moves our lives when a small baby is born the mother loves the child like crazy it's already there it's already you don't need science to prove that love exists do you
1: no, but you somehow uh, know who you were in the past lives and so on. So how did you, um, how did you feel it, and how Same do you way. know who you who who exactly you were before?
0: Oh, I even know the name.
1: <laughs> how? <laughs>
0: Yeah, in my past life, I all, actually I um I was doing the same thing in this life. <laughs> That's the thing about humans is that on this planet Earth, what there there are two rules that operate on in um, on planet Earth right now. So with humans, there is a veil of forgetfulness, Marina Privit. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so there are two rules. There is a veil of forgetfulness. Where we are born, where we're landed in this uh, small little body. We don't remember what happened to us in our past life, right? We don't. Yeah. We don't remember how how we felt when we were in our mother's womb. We don't remember that. So there is this veil of forgetfulness. But the baby in the mother's womb is already alive. And the heart is beating. beeping. So there is a veil of forgetfulness, that's one. And the, the second one is there is free will. Free will, it means that each soul is an extension of initial creator. If there is an oversoul, basically an oversoul, that split into different souls. Again, I'm, using, I'm trying to pick the right words to express something that beyond science and beyond physicality, it's hard to do that because it's beyond language. Language is already a product of humans right so that's why it's so hard to express something that was there before language existed you know mm-hmm. so uh you know when uh that it, it only can come in your own experience and from within that this clarity this clarity of who you are, who you were before, why you're here for, it only can come from within. It's not something that science can tell you or psychologists can tell you. There is no psychologist or any guru or anybody who can tell you that. It only It's as if something wakes up in you and you just know everything is so clear in front of you. You know what life is about. You know why you're here for. You know your illusion. You know what you... what what's happening in the universe right so it's um it's never science will never be able to prove that the only like science right now is getting closer and closer you know saying that the state that we're in you know when if we're in a state of anxiety there are certain chemicals that being being produced by our body in that moment you know based on the state we're in you agree with that right Mm -hmm. If you are anxious or you are angry or you are full of fear, there is certain type of chemicals being uh, created in your body, hormones, chemicals that are being triggered by your state. But if, if we cut your brain, there is no state of anxiety or fear in your brain. So basically your brain receives this inbound information through five senses that being involved in humans to this level, you know, five senses, right? We receive inbound information through five senses. My, our brain takes it and then sends it to the consciousness. And uh, consciousness makes a conclusion, okay, this is pain, you need to do this. It sends back the direc- into your brain the instructions what needs to be done in your body. But consciousness by itself is shapeless. It's shapeless and it's formless. It's not something you can look under the microscope in a lab, right? So different human beings have different um, lines of of borders of this uh, consciousness. Um, You know, some people have it very localized. When they are identifying themselves with their physical shape and body, that consciousness is very localized. So, anything that is beyond those boundaries will will create, you know, it's going to send signals to your brain to protect. Based on those signals, it brings you into certain states. Anxiety, stress, blah, blah, blah. So, when your consciousness, when you start feeling every human being, how you feel yourself, your consciousness is not localized anymore to this antenna. Your consciousness is a unity consciousness which embraces All the humanity, planet Earth, you can actually feel which energy planet Earth is vibrating in, okay? Because your consciousness is not localized just to your physical shape, right? When spiritual awakening happening, your consciousness breaks the limitations of physicality. Your consciousness expands further. Your consciousness can embrace, you know, humanity, Earth, galaxy, universe that's how i know that planet earth is already because every planet has its consciousness it has it has its consciousness we are part of it it's like as if the equivalent of that would be every cell in our body is a sentient being and every cell in our body has its own intelligence and its own consciousness we are a bunch of cells we are a bunch of cells. Same thing. We are a cell of a bigger body, <laughs> of a bigger consciousness, right? So when you are able to connect to that bigger consciousness, to that bigger intelligence, to that universal intelligence, there is no language there anymore. There is no, because language is the human thing. So when your consciousness is able to connect to higher consciousness, Language is gone, and science is gone as well. It's all coming from within. It's as if you are flow with that universal consciousness flow.
1: And how, how much time did you uh, need to get all of this uh, information when after you began uh, exploring this topic? About your um, lives and everything, do you have uh, some mentor, or or, or is just uh, it just comes all the time itself? With spiritual awakening that I experience, it's um.
0: Let's look at computer technologies, okay? Like I think it's a very good analogy because computer technologies they come from human intellect, they come from that source from source, right? So there is hardware, there is a computer by itself. Then in every computer, there is software. And then there is cloud, right? So when we look at the human being, our body, that's hardware, something we can touch, something we can see, something that you know we can feel with five senses, right? So this is hardware, this is hardware. Then there is your mind. Your mind, which was programmed, evolutionarily through your experiences, all these automatic self defenses that it developed, that is software, it's running automatically, okay? So what happens is with spiritual awakening, it, it basically, it means that this software is no longer serving you. Your computer starts to freeze, <laughs> you know? That's where you feel so much pain. You don't know how to cope with it. Your mind's trying to create thoughts. It's constantly thinking. You are trying to do stuff to distract yourself. That just means your software is crashing. Okay? (laughs) And the software, when I talk about consciousness, which is formless, which is shapeless and eternal, that is cloud. Mm -hmm. And when you are able to actually realize and dive to the level of cloud
2: you know that you are not hardware that hardware is a product of cloud okay (laughs) i'm beginning to to load right so what happens
0: when you connect your software spiritual awakening it just means that you are breaking the limitations of you being a hardware physical body right you understand that your software is not serving you it's actually making create it's causing pain within it's it's uh, it's not serving you anymore your software starts to crash that your thought blah 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 and then you connect to the cloud and you you make cloud as a source of truth software is no longer your source of truth that's why when you said i need science blah 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 science is a product of software it's a product of this of your mind of human mind right so how can i trust science which is a product of software that's crashing how i can trust it if i already connected to universal consciousness which is cloud so there is a when spiritual awakening happens just means that you are down you have downloaded cosmic intelligence and there was no language there science you know whatever happens in your life death injuries you're taking it with a smile because you knows that that you are not hardware
2: you know you are taking everything you are embracing everything because you are not hardware mm-hmm.
1: I don't know what to ask for, (laughs) Uh, you you know, I feel like uh, I understand what you're talking, but it's like some other (laughs) language, actually it is other language, but like, uh, can it actually happen? So it's, I'm very curious how it works because uh, I'm curious and I want to know more and uh, I think everyone wants to uh, be independent of uh, different triggers and all this stuff just to feel uh, happy and and don't worry about little things that happen every day Uh, so it's really interesting topic so subscribe to (laughs) uh, Miroslava's uh, YouTube channel and to the podcast um, um, Spiritualize, it's called, I'm looking forward to your new series. Maybe if if, when you uh, receive information uh, step by step in little portions, it better fits in mind and changes the way you uh, feel. And understand things. So it's very interesting. Thank you for. um, You're welcome. You know why people do this? The thing. uh, It it somehow connects uh, your body. I know. And for some energy. Yeah. So uh,
0: this is a very old gesture, right? And um, a lot of gurus, a lot of, uh, you know, people who experience spiritual awakening, they use it automatically. Actually, it becomes very automatic. It becomes downloaded into your software. (laughs) New new updated software. Um, So what this means is that after spiritual awakening, there will be a new character who lives in this body. And when you experience that, usually that character will be the new software that's going to be uploaded. It's going to be all programmed to awaken other human beings. And it's really important not to push too much and not to preach it to somebody who's not ready to hear it, okay? Because that's going to create resistance in that person, and that's already wrong. You, as a person who is awakened, your job is to plant the seeds who are willing to accept those seeds, right? So when your character, this new character that you chose, who lives within you right now, let's say it's a character who wants to awaken all the humanity, you know, when when it becomes very crystallized and rigid, sometimes you can you can push it onto other people. That's where it's already going against it. Okay, that's already going against free will rule, which I mentioned, right? So this gesture it's a reminder. It's a, basically, it's a reminder for every spiritual being not to push it because we're all one. Because if I'm going to push it on you, it's going to create resistance in you. And my job is to bring you into a better state, not, not into a worse state than before our conversation. Right? So when I push my energy on you, which is, oh, Lila, you have to meditate. You have to do it every day. Do this, 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 this. This is wrong because every soul is on its own journey. And I'm just sharing my journey. And I know that because we're all coming from over soul. We're all coming from the same cloud. Cloud is one. And that's the only truth. And that's why we're all one. Two hands exist and separation exists only when you perceive life on an intellectual level, which always divides with good or bad. I'm smart, I'm awakened. now I'm gonna push it on all. This is wrong already, you know? When you are acting as if, you know, as if you are just sharing how you feel, you know, because we're all one and not push it on another soul, because that soul is on its own evolutionary journey. And understanding that we're all one cloud, and I'm not here to cause pain in you because we're all one cloud. That's why I do this.
1: Okay, <laughs> thank you for for uh, this live. And by the way, who asked um, about a link to your channel with this podcast and your? meditations I will add it to my stories uh because I can't send it right here. Okay Miroslava it's almost night <laughs> here in Ukraine. Uh so I was very happy to talk to you and thank you for this uh interesting information. it's uh something for uh for thinking food for thought food for thought <laughs> yeah Thank you uh, And I, I want to learn I will listen to your podcast and I want to learn more that I don't think I'm on this stage where I Can understand everything but it's very interesting and I think I think it's
2: uh,
1: it needs to uh, To be uh, learned I or at least it needs, least to, it needs to be felt. Yeah. Ah, okay.
2: <laughs>
0: it needs to be felt from within, and and you will one day, Leah. My another is something that I wanted to don't push it. You know, make it a natural process within. Don't oh, I want to get in line and I'm gonna listen to all possible meditations and do this. It has to be natural and. Believe me, life will present circumstances which will bring you closer.
1: You know, I'm now in the States uh, when I want to grow my business, to immigrate, to achieve, and all this stuff which uh, contradict with the things you say. So... No, it's a
0: part of what I said.
1: <laughs>
0: you, need to, you need to do all that. You need to do all that in your journey. So it's a part of that.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you so much again. And um thanks for all the uh, people who listen to us live and who listen um when uh, I post it uh, I will um uh, write Miroslava's profile so subscribe and thank you uh who will subscribe to my channel from Miroslava. By the way, I have an Instagram school, so who, I'm pushing it, (laughs) who wants to learn more about Instagram promotion and how to get followers here and how to get clients out of social media, uh, subscribe to my um, uh, blogger Maker school and the link I have in uh, uh, my profile. Thanks everyone. Have a nice day. And see yes, you too,
0: you, Lira. And good luck with your test and TOEFL prep.
1: Thank you. IELTS. IELTS. <laughs> this time, IELTS.
2: IELTS,
0: IELTS yeah. Prep. yeah. I'm sure you're going to you. do great. Your English is amazing, so don't even worry about it. And it's general IELTS, so you'll be fine.
1: I hope so. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, bye you're bye,
2: everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs>